This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Hey yo, what's going on? My name is Christian and thank you for joining us on another episode of The Marketing Natives. Today we're talking about four ways accountants can find ideas for blog posts. Uh, a few tools that we're talking about, BuzzSumo, we're talking about Quora. Um, we're also going to you know, give you some ideas on uh, maybe some frequently asked questions and maybe some experiences. Are these maybes or are they real? I don't know. They have to wait till the end you of the episode to, to find <laughs> Yeah. All right. So the one that you did say that we're going to talk about is BuzzSumo. The rest of them are kind of a mystery. But <laughs> we've mentioned BuzzSumo on the show before. And what this is, is, the most popular topics on the internet and then their social engagement. So it only shows topics that are really relevant and then have a ton of social engagement there. So accountants can go there and search for accounting topics, find topics that are already working really well, and then craft them, create them uh, themselves, and really um, copy them. Now, I wouldn't say copy them specifically, like that's kind of, that's plagiarism, we won't go into that, but um, a lot of people when we talk to them, they say, well, somebody already wrote a blog post about this, somebody already wrote an article about this, it's like, yes, they did, but you didn't write one. You have a differing perspective. You're not going to write it word for word. Um, and we kind of wrote down an example here. Like there's a reason that there's multiple major like news platforms is because they tell their stories differently. Now, we're not going to get into fake news or anything, but there's a reason that NBC and Fox and CNN, all of them exist because they're all telling different stories. Same thing with accountants. You may have a different story that you're going to tell about these three problems that are happening in 2018 um, with you know small businesses. They may be the same topics, but you're going to cover them in a different way. So don't be scared to take those topics and create them and make them your own. Very good. Uh, the next thing we have here is frequently asked questions. So a lot of your current customers right now are probably asking you the same questions over and over. Uh, some of the best ways to to you know, maybe you defer people instead of ask, answering the same questions over and over uh, and to say, well, I actually have a really good blog post that I wrote about that particular question um, and just direct them to to that blog post. Uh, one, you'll create more traffic to your website, uh, more traffic to your blog post. Uh, and two, you won't have to repeat yourself over and over and over and over and over again. Um, you can just, you know, write blog posts and maybe even do a little video with that blog post. Uh, answering the, the that frequently asked question. Right. I was going to say that's a, um, a really good idea. I think it's the first time that we've done it for ourselves where I wrote a blog and then I also created a video and then down at the bottom it's like, okay, if you got all the way down here, you still have trouble, let me walk you through it with a video. Mm-hmm. And um, it may be really important if you just, even if the video is like 30 or 45 seconds and you just summarize the blog post and say, hey, look, you can't do this with your accounting. You can't write off your vacations to Tahiti. It's just not possible. Um, so, you know, you can say that in 30 and 45 seconds, but people are always consuming content in different ways. And so um, it's really good to add that to your blog post and it will help uh, push you up in rankings as well. So uh, that is a very good option. But those frequently asked questions, I mean, it's going to save you a ton of time. Not only is it going to create content for you, but I'm just thinking about all the time that we ask our accountant question. If she would have just sent me a blog post with it, then who knows how many times somebody asked the same thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
whoa, <laughs> that's usually uh, what Christian would say after that part. I was hoping he was going to do that, but this is uh, that's our favorite part, or at least my favorite part. It's called uh, just so you guys know, and you can check it out and you can play it for yourselves because it is fun to play around with. It's called the Rap Air Horn, and. Uh, it does sound really cool. So anyway, this is the section of our show where we tell you a little bit more about Bit Branding, um, and that way you guys get to learn a little bit more about us and, you know, who the heck are these guys that you're talking to on the other side of those microphones. So we are a digital agency in, digital, digital creative agency, really, um, in Allen, Texas, and we focus on helping businesses grow. And one thing that we're really pushing right now is um, education on reputation management because because a lot of businesses have um, less than 20 reviews, and their last review has been more than six months. And to give you some really quick facts for that, um, most people don't consider a review that's older than three months to even be relevant. So if you have reviews that are older than that, um, they're only looking at the current ones. And then another thing is that Google came out with this last week, we're recording this in February of 2018, that your star rating is not going to be compiled of an average of five anymore. It's just going to be one. So what does that mean? It means that if you get one review, it's going to give you a star rating. So you could have a one star and now your company's looked at as a one star review versus it never gave a star rating before until you got five. So you had a chance to, you know, kind of push up your averages. Now, on the flip side, if you have a five-star review, that's great because you look good, but at the same time, if you have a bad review, it's um, it can look really bad. So the point is, you need more reviews, you need them more frequently, and then you need that sentiment, which means that you need people to leave comments, not just say, hey, that was a five-star. That doesn't give anybody any value, um, and it's basically a wasted review. So you want to make sure that they leave a comment. All right, so if you uh, are interested in this, all you have to do is go to bitbraining.co forward slash contact and let us know how we can give you that free report. Wow, that was the longest ad ever. <laughs> Value. I was giving them yeah, the explanation. Yeah, that's good. That was good. All right. So the next thing we have here on the... So again, coming back to earth, this is the four ways accountants can find <laughs> ideas for blog posts. Uh, we have another tool, and that tool is Quora. Uh, Quora is actually a... You can say a social media network. Uh, it's a website, really, where people ask questions and experts, I'm putting air quotes, experts um, get a chance to answer your questions. Uh, I say experts, but it's really, you know, people who usually have experience in that field. Um, so if, if you're an accountant, you may find a lot of questions. Uh, people, you know, again, this is kind of going back to the frequently asked questions. Um, but you can find, you know, questions that people are asking regarding accounting. Um, and you, I mean, that way you can actually find some blog post topics uh, within Quora. Uh, I mean, I would definitely encourage you as an accountant or as any other type of business owner uh, to scan uh, websites like Quora uh, and see, you know, what type of questions people are, people are asking. Uh, that way it will be, give you a better idea on, you know, what things that you can, you can really write about, what things are people really interested. Uh, especially, you know, I think you can do filters of, you know, questions when they were asked uh, so you can do it by by time, you can do it by popularity, you can do it by, you know, how many, you know, answers it already has. Because, um, yeah, I mean, the beauty of Quora is that, you know, you ask a question and multiple people can answer that question. So it's not just, you know, one question, one answer. Uh, you have multiple people uh, answering that question. So it will give you a better idea on what's popular on that website. 
Yeah, and I, th- I think when you fill out your profile, you kind of tell people who you are and what experiences you have. So Cora will kind of uh, cater that content to you, and you'll get more questions that are regarding like your expertise so you can have an ability to answer more of those questions. And I also think it's good because you could potentially get business out of this because um, if you answer a lot of questions and you add real value to people, they're looking at you as an authority now, and they, it doesn't take much to, for them to send you a private message and say, hey, that really helped me out. How can you help me more? So um, you may inadvertently get business out of this um, more than one way besides just writing those blog posts. Oh, so you're saying, I think that's a good idea. So you're saying, look at a really good question that may have three or four answers, uh, but again, you can do something a little bit better. Write the blog post first. You know, have the blog post on your website, then go back to Quora, go back to that question and answer it in a very short form and then have a link to say, hey, if you want to find out more information about this, I actually wrote a blog post about this and that'll give you more traffic to your website. More traffic. Um, and Quora is much like Reddit. If you're not familiar with Reddit, it's like the front page of the, of the Internet. But um, yeah, Quora is very dedicated. So whenever somebody follows a topic, it could be thousands, it could be tens of thousands. And if your comment is upvoted and it's seen as one of the primary sources, um, yeah, you can absolutely get a ton of traffic mm-hmm. um, that way. Yeah. All right. So the next and final um, one we have here on how accountants can get ideas for their blog post is experiences. So if you've been in business for say even six months, you've been an accountant, you have an experience you've had, hopefully you've had clients. If you're not, I mean, if you don't have clients, we're just not going to skip to that. But anyway, let's just say you've been in business, you have clients, um, and then you have, uh, things that people have told you and asked you that may be kind of off the cuff. I used uh, an example here that we've actually heard personally. Hopefully that person is not listening to the podcast because they know that we are talking about them. But uh, we had him tell us that he was going to write off his dog and his cat because the uh, dog was for like pest control pest control and the cat was for (laughs) like thing probably well like no i think it was like adhd or like uh, calming like he could pet the cat and it was like you know it was going to help out that way so he told us that um and then we and this accountant did not tell us this but we went to go sit down with an accountant and he told us yeah i got this crazy story about this guy who thinks he can write off his dog and his cat food and we're like what are the odds? Like we went to go sit down with this accountant and he told us this story. Um, but those kind of experiences would make great blog posts because people ask some crazy stuff for mm-hmm. their accounting. Like, Hey, is it okay if we buy this liquor for people who are 21 to 20? We don't know on this abandoned Island. Um, since it's not in your jurisdiction or something, you know, just something crazy, um, like that. That would be a great blog post. I would read that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, it goes back to, you know, sharing experiences, sharing, you know, stories. You know, people usually want to read stories. Uh, and those experiences, are, <laughs> and the funny ones, actually, are going to be really good uh, blog post ideas. All right, so I think we, do you have anything else that we want to add here? No, I was going to say, the, I guess the two, well, maybe part. The two main things to write about for the blog posts are going to be like a tutorial style or like where you give them a straight answer. And then like what we're saying here, if you break them down into the experiences, which is more like the storytelling style. Those mm-hmm. two would work really well for accountants. Yeah. Uh, so just to recap, uh, two tools that we talked about. One, BuzzSumo. Uh, you can definitely look up in there and see topics and blog posts already written uh, by other accountants uh, and then Quora you can find uh, 
kind of like the frequently asked questions and people what people are actually asking online. Um, you can also personally use frequently asked questions for from your customers, and you can actually share experiences uh, and obviously obviously not name any names or not say anything like that, but uh, share experiences and tell stories uh, about your experiences. Uh, so there you go. There you have it. So four ways accountants can find ideas for your blog post. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, uh, leave us a review on your favorite uh, podcast app, wherever you're listening. If you're listening on your computer, uh, just go onto your phone and look up for that purple. If you're on an iPhone, look up for that purple Apple uh, podcast app and find the marketing natives and just leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Uh, that way we can cater better content for you. So if you like blog posts like this or you like episodes like this or if you like something uh, maybe a little bit different or you, if you're your industry, we haven't talked about your industry, let us know. Um, and we'll definitely put it up as an episode. I was going to say one last thing. We're on iHeartRadio now too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So definitely check us out there. And I want to give a shout out to the people who have actually left a review since we have a couple of seconds here. Uh, there's Photog Dave Overtime. Pixel Monkey Lance, um, and I think there's one more, but it's not showing. But thank you guys for all leaving reviews and not just a star rating, but leaving an actual comment. Um, and if you do that, we'll happily shout you out there um, as much as we know by their, your username. So we really appreciate that. That helps the podcast grow. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yep. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.